G'day and welcome to the Bell Engine Co-working Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Woodward, and this is our first podcast uh, for 2018. In the initial podcast that we did toward the end of last year, we looked at social media and planning and business networking, but we're going to start this year off uh, on a kind of non-electronic means, if you like, and we're going to look at uh, health and fitness and diet and nutrition and energy uh, for people who you know, work at home, they're the co-workers, they're the sole traders, uh, they're the small business people who might, you know, work from home and have that, for the want of a better phrase, uh, sitting on your ass uh, all day sort of lifestyle, and uh, that's myself included. So I thought the best person to get some advice on this from is Adrian Betts. Some of you might know Adrian, he's the uh, proprietor of Bell Engine Fitness. You might have seen uh, him and uh, some cohorts, including myself, uh, training down in Connell Park. Uh, but he's recently opened up a gym in a rally at uh, 12 Belden Street, I think it is here. And that's where we're sitting here on um, Friday afternoon on Australia Day. So, uh, Adrian, thanks for uh, taking the time to talk to us middle-aged home workers and small business workers. And we're just after your tips and tricks on how we can get the energy we need each day, how we can get the exercise we need from that sedentary lifestyle. But before we get into you know some specifics, I thought it'd be a, a good idea just to hear your philosophy about you know, physical fitness and activity and motion and things like that. Uh, I guess my philosophy is just to be the best human being that I can possibly be and I try and uh, help and encourage others to be the best human being they can and uh, part of that is being physically fit and mentally strong as well and but my probably I probably lean more towards being the mentally strong and I see the exercise as a vehicle for that Mm. Um, yes probably my philosophy in a nutshell okay now before we get into the nitty-gritty one thing you told me the other day which I was super impressed about and I'm going to get you to tell me the story you were actually used as uh, in a TV ad for Toyota as the guy who jumps in the air when they say oh what a feeling and uh, I think a that's very cool but B there's a funny training story to that as well uh, yeah I did a, a I did quite a few modeling sort of gigs uh, around um, yeah and part of it was a Toyota jumping up and down and having to do endless amount of jumping on a little mini tramp to get that perfect Toyota uh, jump and I guess you know you mentioned about the asked me about my philosophy and again being physically fit kind of allows me to well allow, opens up opportunities mm-hmm. like that through life and I think the, the fitter you are and uh, stronger you are, the, the more doors that open up in life. Okay. So we're people who sit at home largely, or we sit at an office for 20, 30, 40 hours a week. Um, we've got all these phones and apps telling us to stand up and breathe and you know do all that kind of stuff. Uh, but that's a bit electronic. What, what are the basics of, from your point of view, for someone who has that sedentary lifestyle to uh, you know, keep on top of things and get that energy and motivation and maybe we can start by talking about what to do when you wake up. Uh, yeah, I think probably the key one is uh, that motivation. So really you have to find what your key motivators are, like why you want to be fit, why you want to be strong, why you want to get up You know, maybe earlier in the morning than you would for a normal sedentary work day and get out and maybe go for a run or go to the gym or something. So it's finding that 
that deep emotional motivator that uh, really that's really going to drive you and help you to make those uh, healthy conscious decisions and especially to make them consistently as well and ideally how much exercise should we look at doing each day um, yeah you want to exercise or you want to get some physical activity every day uh, and that can be anything from you know going planned physical activity where you go to the gym or go for a ride or um, go for a run or something or it can be something kind of spontaneous you know like taking a friend kayaking or go just simply going out gardening or go for a nice walk down the beach with some dog with your dogs and stuff um, but ideally probably uh, depend on which government organization you, you look up as well there's probably a variance of between 30 to 90 minutes a day and depending on the intensity as well and what's a good way to start the day food-wise to give you energy you need and not weighing yourself down? Uh, a good whole food breakfast is ideal, I think. Like, this, There was a recent study done uh, and it looked at people's uh, breakfast behaviours and they found a correlation between people that uh, skipped breakfast um, and higher uh, rates of uh, plaque in the arteries. Uh, and what they found was, or what they supposed was, rather than it being a causation, it was probably just a correlation that it was just the first of many poor choices of the day. So they figure that you start your, your day off with a really healthy breakfast, lots of whole food, you know, maybe some eggs, some fruit, some yogurt, some vegetables, um, you know, have a nice coffee or cup of tea, try and stay away from too much sugar and processed food. And that's just one way, you know, you're nourishing your body, but then you're, you're developing healthy habits and you're starting the day off with a really healthy habit and hopefully you're making some good habits uh, after that. Now, one of the dangers for us stay-at-home workers is that there's something called a kitchen nearby um, full of uh, snacks and goodies and uh, stuff like that. If we are going to you know, snack during the day, um, morning tea or afternoon tea or something at the end of the day before dinner, what do you recommend there? Uh, yes, being at home is a tough one. I haven't <laughs> experienced that. You probably eat more when you're at home and you're not really doing much or definitely sitting in front of a screen. You probably tend to find that you don't eat as much if you're really active out in the garden and stuff if you're still at home. So recommendations probably drinking plenty of water, um, getting rid of any poor food choices like biscuits chocolate chips and all you know all that kind of garbage try and get that out of out of reach uh and then a bit of planning so planning some some meals uh planning the times that you're going to have your your meals throughout the day and then you probably find you're a little bit more productive as well rather than uh getting up away from the desk or the computer all the time and going and snacking you've you're sitting down you're like right i'll work till uh, one o'clock and then I'll have a break and I'll have a nice lunch out maybe outside on the deck or something for 40 minutes and then back into to work again. So a bit of uh, planning and uh, food preparation. And you told me the other day you're not a fan of jelly snakes or anything like that? No, try and uh, get rid of all that stuff. But then on the other end, a part of that planning as well is 
allowing for some of that stuff. I mean, we, we don't have to be 100% and really rigid, yep. you know, health freaks. Uh, my partner, my wife and I, we plan for ice cream on a Friday and Saturday. And, uh, you know, and planning for those foods really helps you to kind of stay away from them throughout the, the week. Mm. Uh, so you just don't have an open ticket and you're just smashing them all the time. You uh, plan for, for those kind of little events. And what's a good lunch that is you know sort of lunch style that gives you the energy to get through the afternoon and get over that two o'clock hump and set you up for you know four hours in the afternoon you got any recommendations there uh yeah again just a good whole food lunch always try and get uh some uh good fat a uh, small amount of uh, whole food uh, pro- uh, carbohydrates uh, and some good protein in there. So, you, you know, your fish, your meat, uh, either legumes, uh, grains and beans and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, try and go whole food as much as possible. The, the two, three, four o'clock kind of humps are really um, kind of natural one just because of our circadian rhythm. So, uh, again, planning for that, that time and either having, you know, a little coffee on hand if you, if you like your coffee or uh, another whole food little snack at that time. And what's your view on what time of the day is best to exercise? Is it a personal preference or is there a, a time of the day when you burn more or less fat? Or, yeah, what's your view there? Uh, I did, well, I believe it's a personal preference. Uh, I like training, you know, mid-morning to afternoon. I, for physically, I... I take a little bit longer. I feel I take a little bit longer to to wake up. Some people love it in the mm. in, in the morning, and they really struggle to do it in the afternoon. Uh, in terms of weight loss, probably the morning's quite good, especially if you if you're really focused on weight loss. Uh, you get up in the morning. Try not to have a massive breakfast. If you do, just have you know something simple, protein um, or fat based, uh, and then get into your training. Uh, and then wait for about half an hour and then try and have something to eat then it really accelerates the, the fat loss that way okay so if we do a daily exercise regime and plan to walk every day if we can or get out in the garden or just do something uh, but but for those who want to go that step further and go to the gym or go to a class or engage in uh, organized fitness I guess you have the the choices you have here you have a gym where you can come and work on machines you can you know do classes uh, you can you know do the sports uh, teams you know there are plenty of teams in Bellingen and touch footy and football and soccer and all that kind of stuff what's your view on people finding the right thing for them for me I like classes I don't like doing a circuit in a gym yep. and team sports you know isn't for me and I've learned that over the years how what do you suggest people do to find what works for them you got any advice there uh, yeah I guess just try and get out and uh, explore some things don't kind of be afraid to to just get in and, and have a go and to see whether it's for you and if it's not you can move on to the next thing but uh, yeah, just get adventurous and get out and meet some people. Uh, look up some some uh, different sports or clubs in the area. Uh, you know, and just just go and give it a crack, give it a try, and if it's for you, you'll you'll know and you you'll enjoy it. Uh, and if not, then yeah, just uh, move on to the the next thing and you'll find something. So over the years, I've had some 
trainers and so forth who have told me things that have stuck. One is a three by three rule, try and exercise in a organized sense, like at a gym or in a class, three days a week and no more than three days apart. And that works for me. I try and do that myself. Another one said, look, if you want to lose weight, 80% of weight loss is what you eat and 20% is exercise. I sort of resonated with me as well. How often do you think people should try and do organised sort of you know, fitness just to get them into a regime? Uh, you, it, again, it's probably purely a um, personal thing. If you're starting out, I would suggest start out nice and slow uh, and progressive. I see it a lot where people come in, they're really keen to, to get their goals and lose the weight and they're on this massive... Uh, hive because they want to change and they've made the decision and they're like right I'm going to come in and I'm going to train four or five times a week for an hour and then on the weekends I'm going to go kayaking and running and stuff like that uh, and they may do it for the first um, week two and then a sickness comes up or family comes to stay or Christmas and stuff like that uh, and they don't meet their uh, goals that they, they set out for and they start to feel a sense of failure and it all starts to fall apart uh, or it just becomes way too hard and too much for them so try and start slow and progressive and just uh, enjoy the journey and it, once you start um, building up these habits it just kind of snowballs you start, start small and it'll just grow bigger, bigger, bigger uh, and it's a much more um, uh, sensible way to approach it I think it's more uh, lasted longer Okay. So you run a gym here in um, Raleigh, in Bellingen Shire. You also do other classes and uh, things like that. So how, how can you help people out? Uh, yeah, if you come down, uh, meet the crew. We've got a really nice crew down here. Uh, come in and I'll, I'll show you around. Uh, I'll take you through a movement assessment, so I'll see how you move, uh, if there's any weaknesses, uh, what strengths you have, uh, chat to the th about to you about the things that you want to achieve uh, and from that I'll write you a program and uh, book you in for a 30 minute um, session and I'll take you through that program uh, and then I'll kind of guide you through your gym experience here. Yeah, and we've got a really nice crew so it's a really good social uh, atmosphere here as well. And in no time you'll be jumping like the person in the Toyota ad. Uh, so Adrian, how, how do we get in contact with you? Uh, I've got a website, so bellingenfitness.com or um, a Facebook page, Bellingen Fitness uh, as well. Cool. Okay, so that's Adrian Betts. He's the uh, proprietor of Bellingen Fitness, giving us some tips and tricks to keep us healthy while we're uh, sitting at home uh, working this year or in the office or uh, co-working or whenever uh, we're on the road. So uh, some uh, good advice there from Adrian at uh, Bellingen Fitness. So that's the first podcast for this year. Uh, next month in February, uh, we'll be talking to Hilary Cadman uh, about uh, how best to work at home uh, by yourself and how to be most productive and you know, navigate some of the issues of loneliness and uh, things like that. So that's it for uh, January 2018 on the Bellingen Coworking uh, Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Woodward. Talk to you again next month.